Hello there, friends, and welcome to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, your enchanted passport and sometimes twister over the rainbow and down a yellow brick rabbit hole as we pull back the curtain on American culture's most visited fairyland. We are your co-hosts, Tara and MK, your good trouble witches of the concrete jungle, here to preserve the rustic emeralds of yesteryear and reimagine an Oz for today and future generations. This season, our third, we return to Baum and the turn of the 20th century, finishing up our remaining 13 books in the original Oz series penned by first royal historian of Oz himself, L. Frank Baum, and published between 1904 and 1920 posthumously. And then we return to Oz, taking up residency in Disney's dark, disturbing, and kind of delayed fantasy sequel of the Kinder Trauma Age, scarring viewers since 1985, a near 50 years after the MGM release. Wheelers in shock therapy and screaming heads. Oh my, we are in for a wild ride. Buckle up, babies. Off the pod, feel free to visit our Insta at Down the Yellow Brick Pod for an accompanying Technicolor scrapbook, as well as our Patreon Pod Squad, where we continue the escapism and entertainment with bonus content from Tiny Oz Concerts, think coffee shop style covers and mashups of Aussie tunes, our Yellow Brick Vlogs, exclusive episodes, monthly parties with occasional special guest drop-ins and giveaways, and more behind-the-scenes shenanigans. As a community-funded podcast, our Patreons are truly our backbone, our people. So consider joining our pod squad today. It would make our day. Now, may the world of Oz continue to be a bewitching escape in bewildering years, nostalgic and nuanced, and a magical refuge where two gals in New York City can cross yellow brick roads with wonders like you. Hey, M, to Oz? To Oz! Justin Peavy has known Oz for as long as he can remember. In his early years, he watched a television broadcast of the MGM film on tape, commercials and all. Even the grainy visuals on his little TV set couldn't stop him from falling in love with Oz. And Judy Garland, of course. As the years have gone by, the world of Oz has never left his heart. In the greater Boston area, Justin works as a freelance theatrical performer, a genealogist, a playwright and director, and a historical interpreter. In his little free time, however, Justin works on his own Oz podcast, The Wonderful Recap of Oz. A quarantine brainchild, the podcast followed Justin as he read the original Oz books by L. Frank Baum for the very first time and continues to analyze several Oz adaptations from the stage, screen, and library. The wonderful recap of Oz can be found wherever you find your podcasts, and Justin can be found on social media at Oz Recap. Well, let's get into this plot, shall we? All right. Let's do it. Um, Take us into the prince of not pedigree, but pedigree. Pedigree. We're trying. We're, we're trying so hard to figure out these uh, pronunciations. I know. There's, yeah, there's a Listeners. lot. There is a lot. So what I find funny is m- one of my favorite words to pronounce is the no- nonestic ocean. 
which has been briefly mentioned in books before. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we basically open, we find out that there is this small island called Pingaree Island that is north of this other kingdom, the kingdom of Rinkatink. Um, And we get a little bit of geography. Yeah, as Justin mentioned, like mentioning other parts of Oz, the Sandy Desert is mentioned. We know that Mm -hmm. there's also like this country of the Gnome King kind of in between. Mm -hmm. And we're basically just set up with Pingaree being ruled by King Kittycut. Um, And it's north of Rinkitink. um, And there's also a prince, Prince Inga. So this whole first chapter is sort of set up just telling us where we are. And then kind of the biggest moment the inciting incident is uh, King Kitty Cut kind of pulls Prince Inga aside. It's a, it's very ominous. He's like, "Hey, in case I die one the day, or like, in is case present. something bad happens, like here's my will. No, here are three pearls that three magic talismans. Like also, mm-hmm. like that introduction is like lean I know. in, everyone. Yeah, like <laughs> come, come closer, come hither. That he basically has hidden." kind of under like the floorboards, it appears. And we find out that they have these foes of Rigos and Carigos, these twin islands um, that I think there's always been, yeah, there's always been some animosity. Yeah, they've they've had beef before. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rigos and Corigos tried to conquer the island and plunder their riches or or whatever but um nope. they destroyed all their boats and the soldiers couldn't and escape killed them from the yeah yeah and they killed them and killed them like, this this was an actual war that they had um and so those talismans are hidden i think he says in case the islands try to conquer us again because they're just uh, mere I mean, pearl smart. traders they're just some you know prosperous yeah. pearl traders <laughs> prosperous right. pearl they, traders they're not looking to get into any you know, tizzies with anyone. They're right. not, they right. don't have a military from what we know. Mm-hmm. It's like a very small island. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, these pearls are from the ancestors of this mm. island who, it just says the Mermaid Queen. Lots oh, to think my about God. there. Oh. May I Lots play her? Lots to think about there. And I was like, oh, there, I said earlier, like, I don't think there was a mention of the word mermaid in this book, but there we go. There actually there was. There it is, actually. Well, and that's funny because in the sea fairies, they give, um, it's not Betsy. It's um, Trot. Trot. They give my Trot a, mag- a magic ring that um, that can, I guess, summon the sea fairies or something Ooh. like that. So okay. I wonder if. They're the same mermaids that we met before. There are so many layers to these oh, Borderlands books. But I did we find this timeline. to be so intriguing. Like, I loved how this world was introduced. Like, I was mm-hmm. in, even though I might have had a little bit of gripe of, like, oh, gosh, more characters, more mm-hmm. countries mm-hmm. I haven't heard of, more islands. I still really liked this, like, you knew these little pearls were going to come into handy yeah. relatively soon. I did it like the introduction of that. And then, yeah. wait, hold on. We have to mention this. Why is every chapter start with an illustration of an Oz uterus? What? Open my book now. What do you wait, mean? Wait, what? <laughs> Just look at my screen, friends. That is an Oz uterus. Oh. It is a uterus. Oh, my God, it is. With Oz ornaments dangling off of I it. Mean, with a new know. fresh character inside. I'm very All right, confused to the Oz uterus illustration. Should have brought them up earlier. <laughs> it does look uterus. very <laughs> It does oh. look very ornamental. I am dead. 
but it I does had... look like a uterus. Now oh, that you I it. love it. Okay. Just had oh, to we're right. It is at the top of like every, every chapter. chapter. Every single chapter. Yes. I, I, I mean, like, now I can't. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> it is very pretty. Uh, Love that. Thank Here you comes so much for presenting that. A rink -a -tink -tink. Yeah, so Rink-a-Tink. A Rink-a-Tink-Tink is approaching on this boat and he's just like, what's up? I come from the city of Gilgad and I love <laughs> – Y'all, because you send me these great pearls and I've been wanting to visit. I think he's basically like, I'm going on vacation. We find out he ran away from his duties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love him. He has gifts. He has his goat, Bilbil, who talks, which we find out later, like, wait, how? How can you talk? But That'll he just has play. him because he needs a ride because he doesn't like <laughs> to walk. <laughs> so he literally has oh this goat God. just Bill with Bill. a little saddle. I mean, Bill yeah. Bill's first line is, be careful, you villains. You villains. <laughs> oh, Bill that Bill. is so good. And they've but never seen a goat before. They've never seen a goat. Dr. Bill, like, what? Tink also like forces him <laughs> to listen to all of his terrible jokes. Oh my God. Like, yeah. He's All a dad. of those puns. Yeah. yeah. Bill Bill, poor Bill Bill is like, yeah. I'm over it. Bill Bill's he, just we, like, you are not funny. Like, he just says it like please that. Stop he stop singing. Yeah. No <laughs> he more needs singing. Someone, he needs someone that he can entertain and also someone who will carry him around, which sounds right. a lot like me. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Justin. I love you so much. I mean, hey. <laughs> this is the <laughs> argument that I love that Rink-A-Tank <laughs> brings in their, like, you know, discord. The boat carried you to the shore, he says to Bilbo, because you can't swim. And now you must carry me up the hill because I can't climb. <laughs> All right. It's so you know, good. Pit for so time. Oh, it's well, so good. This is where we sort of start getting a little bit into what we mentioned earlier. Like, I think it's I think it is Rinkatink who kind of – is it Rinkatink who describes himself as, like, kind of physically he, – he describes his physical stature, which kind of gets into this, like, uncomfortable language regarding size. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a lot of, like, very unflattering, of course, now language about his stomach, I would assume, mm -hmm. is, like, where most of this is being pointed and maybe that he's a glutton, too. They do a lot mm -hmm. of, like, overeating, overweight – mentioned right. yeah which very I, indulgent like i just right. when physical characteristics are the lead for someone and I like know. why we define them i'm just taking note more and more of that especially from the books i grew up as a on as a kid because mm -hmm. it those indicate your beauty perception they just straight up do because right. you know right. you're like you're reading this being like oh i guess like being bigger you get made fun of if you're bigger like that's how mm -hmm. I would take this. Like he becomes like kind of the butt mm -hmm. of a few jokes because of his size, though he yeah. handles um all very well. Like he's the last one to laugh. Um, I yeah, love King never like tank. I love his size. Yeah, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I love him, but yeah, mm -hmm. there is a lot of just like, ooh, this is in poor taste, especially now. We know better, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. What's this book he reads about being he has a good this man? Scroll. I was a little confused on this scroll. I thought it's it was like, like how to succeed in business without really trying. Just like, do, 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 do. let me uh, consult the scroll. It's so I feel bad. Like no one else though. is Who really into it. Though? I know it's not I know good. It's bad. No, it to me it doesn't really make sense. I mean, it's just I, I wrote like I see Bomb having his comedy bit moment oh my, here. He like, like he's, ha, try, ha, he's trying here to enter go. a comedy bit moment here. Maybe he's also just imagining too, like Bill Bill and. 
a rink-a-tink having a fun back and forth on stage. You could just sense right, the theatricality right. of all of it. But it's not that wise. A good man is one who is never bad. In order to be good, you must avoid things that are evil. Thank like, you. Uh-huh. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Also, I forgot to say this. Um, Bill Bill gives me a little bit of Pessim energy. Pessim from our previous book who just mm. is stuck on that island not having yeah. a happy life. Yeah, I could see that. So I wrote that. I just was like, oh, I'm feeling some Pessim oh, Bill qualities Bill. here. And that was, I mean, Bomb was fresh off of. Scarecrow Vaz. So just wanted yeah. to mention that if he added yeah. in any shades of anything from that. Yeah. Well, I, this also comes up later. I don't know if we want to like, for some reason it says like when he becomes the goat, he gets the negative yes. disposition of a goat. Oh, right. Yeah. I've never thought. Of, uh, yeah. Weird. I've never really thought of like, Goats to be very negative animals. Yeah. Me neither. I <laughs> love goats. Um, I don't understand, <laughs> but apparently the that's what like maybe <laughs> possibly. But that's I think what he transforms just blames him. it on that. I think he's yeah. just like, sorry, I was rude. I was a goat. When yeah, it's like, yeah. No, he, it was like, you all along. Yeah, I'm just bitter because I'm a goat. Yeah, <laughs> when I when I wasn't a goat before, right? Maybe that makes sense, but like, yeah, I don't know why there's mom. a. There's he was working line. on his mindset. Mm. Yeah, working on himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we find out in the next chapter that Rinkatink loves it here. He's kind of just hanging out. Bill Bill and Inga have like, yeah, that moment where Bill Bill's a little bit rude to Inga. And poor Inga. I was really feeling for Inga here. We find out that he doesn't really hang out with other kids. He's kind of isolated. Yeah, he upper crust really, problems. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's... Which there might be a correlation to Zella later on. Like we find out her family um, kind of struggles with money. And so she also there's like kind of a correlation there of this isolation she experiences. So that's kind of interesting, like on both sides of the. Oh, they're totally going to date. I know. I was like, is this going to be a romance? Zella and Inga are going to be an item. Zella and Inga. Get it. (laughs) And this is where there's like a fog that descends and then all of a sudden Pirates of the Caribbean style, yes. the people of Rigos and Carigos are here to take everyone for their prisoner and ruin their island. Mm. It's pretty They're terrible. Upsetting. This gave me chills. I know. Not a fan. Not a fan of how they conquer. Yeah. It's very no. scary. And like he's very lucky, Inga, that he was hiding in his Swiss family mm-hmm. Robinson layout. I like, know. Yeah. Very lucky he had that. But yeah. man, like this is bad. I can't like I was like this, I was imagining this cinematically being very scary. Upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Upsetting. And then the island's deserted. Deserted. We find out I think Rinkatink got into a scuffle and then he like fell into a well. So he's yep. stuck down there. Uh, Inga's really hungry, so he's actually looking for food at the moment. Bill Bill, we discover, was around when this happened, but no one really wanted to take him. I think they were like, we don't have a use for a talking goat. Okay, you can chill. They didn't so- know he could talk. Oh, they didn't know he could yeah. talk. Yeah, they didn't okay, know okay. he could talk. Yeah. But they were just like, we don't need a goat. He just booked it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. So Inga's looking for food and then basically discovers Rinkatink. Uh, he kind of pulls him up. He's mm-hmm. there, and then they discover everything's gone. Everyone's gone. Inga, in particular, is Ugh. overwhelmed by sorrow that his parents are gone. It's very, very upsetting. It's dark. 
It's dark. And I, I'm not sure. Like, I'm like, how old is Inga? Again, like, age is very vague. Yeah. And a lot of these, like, I see, like, a 14, 15-year-old. Yeah. I see I early see teens. Okay. Yeah. Like, early to mid, I got some vibes. But then they would be, like, boy. And I'd be like, oh, 13? Like, <laughs> just yeah, confused. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, early yeah. teens, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Good to clarify that. I do love the little yeah. illustration that also has secret cats watching on, friends. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Secret There's cats. secret cats watching on. What? Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's where they're all sleeping on each other. It's like, okay, they ha- they're mm. like a forced family now, the three mm. of them. Like, they yeah. didn't choose each other. They're survivors. But they have to kind of band together if they oh, want yeah, to make it out of Yeah, those cats are. Why are there cats shadowy are there. cats? Just watching on. Was like, Sylvia, can happening? you answer us? <laughs> Sylvia the cat, help. She must be off to lunch. She's not here. Oh, right she's, now. Taking, she's taking it out. She's of of course, lunch. she's not here when we need her. Oh, Sylvia. But she's here causing problems at every other point. But God. it's so weird. John Arneal just throws in other creatures very oddly. Mm-hmm. I he love does, that they true. take like a bath together in the sea. Like they go for like Get a swim it. to like replenish themselves, which is kind of cute. Um, I don't love that rinketing. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Like, gonna say. if worse comes to worse, do you think we could eat Belleville? Yeah, he's like <laughs> proposition. Excuse everyone, me? I love that. It's like the goat gave a groan. He's just like, oh, you always say this. It's like I don't know. I can just picture Bill. He yells so monster. He says monster. Monster. That was upsetting. This I mean, I laughed. Belleville. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that. That was very funny. I know it's silly. He just is casually like, we could eat him. Like we it's like, oh, it. that's your friend you know? though. <laughs> Those survival instincts are kicking in fast. Yeah. I, I know. It's been like an hour. I also yeah. can't handle this section. <laughs> this is I I think I voice memoed you, M, because I was laughing out loud. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, this is my life, what happens in this next section. Where <laughs> Rinkatink demands a story out of Bill Bill, and he's oh literally just consistently interrupting him. Where Bill Bill is like, Don't interrupt, it is impolite. Once a time, once on a time, there was a king with a hollow inside his head where most people have their brains, and and then interrupted again. Is this a true story, Bill Bill? Like, he just is consistently <laughs> interrupted. This, this is, is your life. This is my life so teaching funny. children. It's like, God, if I get a sentence out, like, it's so mm-hmm. hard. Like, I have become. What do I call it? Like, it's like I plunge. I just plunge. I just keep plunging forward. Because it's like if you keep stopping for these kids and their questions about everything that you say, you're never going to get there. But I was like, Bill, Bill, I get it, baby. I just want to be like, you're rude. You're interrupting me. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. You should. I wonder what they'd say. Crying. But I just laughed out loud in this section. It was very funny. Oh, it's so silly. But yeah, finally, Inga's like, wait, what about those pearls? They're kind of like sleeping in the middle of the night. He's like, all right, I'm going to go figure this out. He goes into the palace, which is sort of ruined, covered with rubble. And he like, Bill Bill helps with this rope to like pull the marble away and find the Mm -hmm. pearls. He doesn't need that strength pearl, Bill Bill. I know, right? He's got it inside of him. That's what Linda would say. It's inside of you. already <laughs> yeah baby we get some weird hierarchical stuff that kind of trickles in throughout the book too of just like 
how like like how to speak to kings even if the king is like an idiot like you know right, it's just right. there's a lot of this and i just wanted to say this out loud i put my note was boo it says all <laughs> men are deserving of respect being the highest of living creatures and kings deserve respect more than others for they are set to mm-hmm. rule over many people so just this like pecking order That's that annoying. i never love because it's like ugh, i hate that like i hate any hier- hierarchical anything because it just always mm-hmm demoralizes or diminishes someone or some living mm-hmm. creature. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just Agreed. put a little boo and there, that comes back up again, especially when we get into mm-hmm. the um, taut and hot transformation mm-hmm. that happens, it'll come back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. But anyway, and this is, this forward. is where we find out about these pearls. There's a blue pearl that he puts in issue. There's the pink pearl protection from harm. Blue pearl is strength. And mm-hmm. then the white pearl, which is basically saying, Hey, you need to go to those islands. You need to save your parents. Um, and then a big storm happens. We love our storms in Bomb's books. <laughs> Lots of storms to get there's, us where there's we need to go. A storm. <laughs> also love that Bill Bill is like, here's how you cook, Rinkatink. Oh my God. It's like Rinkatink doesn't know how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I, I relate. I relate. It's like, oh God, let me tell you how to do this. And you just listen. <laughs> and here's where we get our ship summoned. I, the the white pearl basically is like, hey, there's going to be that boat. And they find it the next morning. Mm-hmm. And Rinkatink, there's kind of like this back and forth. Rinkatink's like, no, you should come back to Gilgad with me. And Inga's like, you know what? Let's make a deal. Let's both get into the boat. You try to row us to Gilgad. If you succeed, I'll go with you. But if you fail, then we're going to Rigos. Mm-hmm. Rinkatink is on to him with like, you have a secret though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because at this point, Inga has not shared about the pearls. Which I respect. Mm-hmm. Like how he says this, he's like, yes, there is something I cannot tell you. Uh-huh. Right. Trust me. Yes. He just um, met him. I get it. I have such a question regarding this white Ooh. pearl. And it's yeah. not explained in this book. But we are only given this idea that it can, like, give advice, but it seems to summon things. Like, it seems yes. to summon this <laughs> yeah. this magic boat that arrives yeah. to help them sail from t- Tirigos and Corigos. So I've always wondered if the pearls are more powerful than they may think. Like, mm. if they hold more abilities that even the ancestors were unaware of. It just... That confuses me because we only ever hear about the advice, but it makes things appear. It does make things appear. It's like trust or it predicts that something will be there for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There will be a tomorrow. There will be a storm and and then a boat's going to wash ashore. Well, if they didn't know about the storm, they wouldn't have gone over there. Yeah. That boat could have washed there anyways, but they wouldn't have noticed it maybe. Right. But like, how does the white pearl have this like information? oracle kind of quality how does it know everything that's going to happen it comes from the great book of records (laughs) (laughs) some sort of omniscient presence yeah even then even then the great book of records is written as things occur yeah that's That's not even futuristic you're right it's like divine orchestration i did take yeah the white pearl felt very like some kind of spiritual divine yeah yeah it, felt, it did feel like a spiritual guide as well mm-hmm. as like just like a magic eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Well, it takes them four days to row and they finally do come upon the lands of Rigos. 
and Kariga. I'm just laughing reading the songs that I know. There's more singing. Please leave me out of your verses, cries Bill Bill. I know. (laughs) Bill's like, hey, do not Taylor Swift write songs about me, okay? Thank you. I am not in your stories, please. He says it's just as useless as the goat. I mean, I'd be annoyed too. That was the song. I get it. Well, here's where we get the Twin Islands, and we mm. find out about Rigos being ruled by King Goss, King Gos, and then Carigos ruled by Queen Kor. They're married, but they, like, rule separate islands. You know, they've got, like, a modern arrangement. I love it. Their and- arrangement. <laughs> but they're, like, it says they're literally at war with the rest of the world. So this is not good <laughs> for them. Man. Because they're, they're bad. They're, they're not – they don't treat anyone well. They're they don't also show bomb any mercy. villains. They're bomb villains. They're that bomb don't, villains. You know what I mean? Like they don't have anything – any likable qualities. No. No moral no. compass whatsoever. No. Not at Pillage. All. Yes. Yeah. Plunder. Yes, yes, yes. Our Captain Buzzub <laughs> <laughs> arrives and he's like, oh my gosh, there's boats approaching. And Inga's pretty fierce in this moment. He's like, "Um, here's what I'm here to do. Here's what I'm going to do. You better do what I want you to do. And there's this whole fight. And he's protected, obviously, as we know, from like bows and arrows and any of the soldiers' attempts um, by the pearls. One of my favorite things that happen in these books are people showing up and just being like, I'm going to free my my family or I'm going to liberate these people Blunt. and 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 they just oh. go no you're not <laughs> like i think it's so funny how they just announce what they are planned oh. to do instead of just like sneakily coming up with some sort of plan I know. In daylight, baby. it's so <laughs> and it, and funny it, it must attest to the fact that most of the characters in these books are children most of our protagonists are children and so that must be what their first like idea is just i'm just like, gonna tell you yeah, I'm just like, like it's going to work out for me. I'm going to tell you what to do, and you're going to do it. And I think it's hysterical. It's a very common thing that happens in these books. It's the Princess Bride syndrome of uh-huh. he my announces, name is Inigo Montoya. like, yes. You killed my father. Prepare to, Prepare die. to die. Yeah. Right. Oh, Announce so what you want. He's just you know? putting it out into right. the Sometimes universe. it works. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm here to oh, save my yeah. parents. They go, oh, okay. Well, All right. we know not to trust you. Yeah. We're not gonna let you anywhere near them. <laughs> like, like now we know who to target. Like, it's just the worst yeah. idea. <laughs> I know, so silly. I love it so much. I also like a line in here. Bomb says, "Like all bullies and marauders, Goss was a coward at heart, and now a panic seized him, and he turned and fled before the calm advance of Prince Inga of Pingaree." So he's freaking out. He's like, "Oh no," because he doesn't know what his powers are. I think he's starting to suspect. They're not magical. Like, There's something going on. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. this is where, correct me with my geography, all these citizens, (laughs) we're all like, we don't know, all the citizens of Rigos run away to Carigos. Bridge boat, maybe. (laughs) They tore away the bridge of boats and drew them up on their side. Sure. Hoping Mm -hmm. that, like, no one can now come over here. That's why we're going to that white pearl again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everyone in Carigos is like, yay, he's gone. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're like, let the joyous news be spread. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. uh, yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's correct. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. 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 And so now they're still there. Our friends, Rinky Tink, Inga, Bill Bill, 
Um, Rinkatink is starting to get suspicious. He's like, hey, how did you defeat the king? As he should like, be. <laughs> magic? And Inga literally just like fully sidesteps this question. Mm-hmm. Politician style. Yeah, he's, he's totally, <laughs> totally not and, revealing. Yeah. And this is where the whole like pearl shoe moment happens. Which mm. Rinkatink, come on, honey. What an idiot. He threw it at the cat. <laughs> well, to be fair, he wasn't he aware know. that the mat that the shoes were what held That's the true. pearls. Inga's the idiot. Like Inga Inga's the one we both who was like up. Well, Inga was always told, like, this is a secret. You are not supposed yeah. to tell anyone about these. And now that that ignorance has caused a problem, they Yikes. are totally uh defenseless at this point. You're so right. That's fun. Know. Yeah. I like love that. Stakes. Yeah. We love stakes. the stakes. Yeah, this we is love yeah. having stakes. Yeah. No, you're right. Like I actually acknowledged that when I was reading. I was like, oh, there's stakes in this book. Sometimes there's really not. Because we just know yeah. it's mm-hmm. gonna be okay. But like the no, fact is... that people are dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially- Chapter Chapter one told us told us that uh-huh. people have died. People There's die. been a war. There have yes. been people wars. die here. Yeah. This is not the safe fairy tale, the no. safe and unscary fairy tale that L. Frank Baum usually promises. Right. 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 So yeah, Inga's basically like, all right, I better tell him about these pearls so that he knows what is happening. And they're mm. like, Oh God. Then the second shoe gets thrown away, thrown out by a woman who's cleaning. Um but Inga does hear, and this is an interesting little piece of, you know, advice from the voice of the pearl. If your en- if your enemies do not know that you are powerless, they will fear you as much as ever. Keep your secret. Be patient and fear not. Don't tell anyone that you lost the other pearls. I also, with that being said, need to point out that Rinkatink starts rewriting history, too, when they... <laughs> He starts singing a song about how he defeated it, right? He's like, I did it. Like, he's like very excited. And then, I like, did it. Bill Bill is like, Can you give some credit to Inga? Like, he did this. Aw, Bill Bill. There's also so that. Funny. And he responds by saying, Those who do the least often shout the loudest and so get the most mm. glory. I, I just oh, had to wow. I love that line. Ooh, I think, and I think that that's is, very prevalent. Yes, that is a snap I- line. Especially like today, yeah. With everything that's been ha- that's happened yesterday, um, for listeners, uh, this is I don't know exactly when this is airing. But A few weeks later, was, but we should presence this. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, the day before we started recording this was the uh, mass school shooting in Texas, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter, you know, sharing their opinions about things that like obviously should be done but also there are some um bad takes as well and it's weird that like the people who are doing nothing are the ones who are the most um vocal it just it's so mm-hmm. it's so strange to me and it's very disheartening but i love that line i love that mm-hmm. that call out there in this book because it's true Those there are people who, who are often who are yeah, people who are totally unaffected by things who will say things that that need to be changed and then will do nothing to change it. I also mm. I'm going to share a little Papa Tag wisdom. That's my father. He like does not like social media. He just finds it to be very I mean, it's hard. It is like you're walking into who knows what you're going to mm-hmm. experience. You might get devastating, debilitating news as we did yesterday, I got the news Mm -hmm. from New York times on my Instagram and literally Mm. broke down crying. Like I started crying on the streets of New York 
as I just exited working in a school. And it's just, you know, that's a whole other thing. But my dad, just going back to him, like he was like, let me just, he was being like, you know, a little bit of a boomer in this moment. My dad is a progressive (laughs) boomer. I will say that. He (laughs) was sharing like, when you wanted to express your opinions back in the day in print, it took Mm -hmm. a lot of effort. You had to have editors. You had to be fact checked. Mm-hmm. We don't got that anymore. We just yeah. have platforms. People can say anything. anything. And like, there's something really freeing and amazing about that. And it also comes with backlash, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of baggage that is, you know, it has its repercussions with it. So just want to share that with, I think mm-hmm. with today's day and age where this quote really resonates is, yeah, like there's a lot of people who I think that we always talk about like, the presentational politics of social media and the presentational activism or performative action. Yeah. Sometimes I think people do things because they want to be seen a certain way. Um, and they care mm-hmm. more about that. I mean, if you look at black lives matter, re- the reawakening of black, the black lives matter movement in 2020, there were people putting on shirts, posing at the marches and leaving. Mm, like, yeah, that's the world we live in. Yeah. Which yeah. is, and there's people who are doing the work. <laughs> like, it's like, you yeah. know, there's both. Right. And the people who are doing the work are too busy to talk about how they're doing the work. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, they, they can't, like, like, they can't process it for a meme to be boiled down mm-hmm. into a meme. Yeah. They're, they're right. not shouting from the rooftops that they are doing this. Like. Cause they're too like, busy doing it. <laughs> your work, your progression is not for likes. That is for you mm-hmm. to contribute in ways that maybe you were taking away from in the past. Ooh, soundbite mm-hmm. culture, man. Yeah, yeah. dang. This Whew. is interesting. I love I'm glad we paused on that quote because and now with what M with you shared, let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, that was really well worded. And it I just wanted to say like it reminds me of just like kind of empty platitudes, you know? Yes. I think the biggest thing that like bothered me about well not the biggest, but something that bothered me is like I'm praying I'm praying. Oh, right now. And like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even have anything to do with religion, but it's just yeah, like, Ted Cruz but praying. we need to do I, more. Like, come on, mm-hmm. you know, don't be shouting that either if you're not going to actually do anything. So it's, that's my frustration as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, basically the advice here is just kind of like keep things to yourself. Yes. Just go about continue yes. on your mission and believe that you can do what you're setting out to do. You know, not everyone needs to kind of, just keep just kind of keep your world smaller at the moment and go do what you need to do. And I really appreciate Inga in this moment. Like he is like, I am dedicated. I am not going to turn away. Um, and he basically finds this shoemaker <laughs> who creates these red shoes for him because he does need something to walk on. Um, and thank you, shoemaker. <laughs> thank you, shoemaker. And we basically find out that the people in Rigos are they're freaking out. The king is freaking out. They think he has powers he does. and they're which he does and they're trying to figure out how to overtake him because they know he he shall return. Um I have to say this. <laughs> My notes. Chapter 9 is when I finally noticed. Oh, it's a uterus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh. That's what I noticed. It was chap- by chapter nine. It hadn't I'm caught obsessed. on until chapter nine. <laughs> I'm disappointed that I did not notice. Oh my God. So funny. Oh my Lord. 
There we go. We get Zella. Oh my God. Well, first, Zico- Nickabob. Nickabob, Nickabob, not Crane. <laughs> Nickabob, not Crane. He's a charcoal burner, which sounds interesting. Doesn't sound like a profession <laughs> that comes without being dirty all the time. Charcoal burner. Yeah. That and sounds he has like a very, home- very hard profession. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I would thrive in that. No. Um, but yeah, his family's not very well off. Unfortunately, they live in the forest. He and has a wife, right? But he she has a like, wife. doesn't get mentioned after that. She's kind of just there. Yeah. Okay. Um, he finds this pair of shoes uh, in the forest. And he's like, oh, I'm going to give these to my daughter, Zella. Um, and each shoe is kind of like far apart from each other. So he has them in his possession. We find out these are obviously Inga's shoes with the pearls in them. We get a classic Elfring Bomb Beast, a a Choggin Mugger. A Choggin Mugger, a reptilian creature. Choggin Mugger. Oh Say it again. Choggin Mugger. Choggin Mugger. Hysterical. The picture of it makes it look like. Oh my god. Either it's like I I see like a pizza roll when I look at the illustration. Like <laughs> a, if a snake was a pizza roll. Oh. This illustration is terrifying too. Like he's it's huge. chopping. It's yeah, this is a huge beast, and they it's have like a, we see they it. They have a history up. of scary creatures in this area yeah. of Regos. Like it used mm-hmm. to be inhabited by dragons. So it's like, oh goodness, this is a very there. dangerous yeah. zone of Regos. Yeah. yeah, oh Nickabob. So yeah, luckily he's got those pearls. He doesn't know it yet, but he basically can defeat the, his foe. He defeats. Isn't there something else he defeats too? There's a few things, I think. A few different things. But the great so, beast being the Chogginmugger. Yeah, the no, Chogginmugger. No, I said oh it wrong. Chogginmugger. Chogginmugger. Oh well, I, 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 know, I know it helps Zella along the way. I think she's the one who gets to, like, yes, it helps use, her too. Who, who utilizes the, the pearls next yeah. without her really knowing. Yeah, yeah they have no yeah. clue. He's like, whoa. He was like, I was just going to protest against the beast and at least put up a fight. I'm but amazing. I won. I won. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's great. It's great. But this is like a sweet little like I don't know fairy tale esque story. Like it's I like know, little I do like this little house in the in the on the prairie. But before it was prairie, like little house in the big woods. It's in like woods. that energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like little house in the forest. I brought you. Yeah. He's like I'm gonna buy these shoes for my daughter. Please. <laughs> oh like, there's my a little God. bit of like Christmas shoes sweetness. Like it's like oh Papa for me <laughs> my first shoes. Like there's a lot. It of cute. is so. Her that. first pair of shoes. They've been too bored to buy wow. shoes. I know. And Wild. she's so happy. I mean, she's, she's so, happy, so happy. But doesn't she cry when Inga's Yeah, she cries. Inga's like, they fit her perfectly. They're perfect. <laughs> I know it's perfect. I think of Elaine Stritch's story in Elaine Stritch at Liberty when she was like late to go on for a role and her understudy was going on. And she's like, give me your shoes. And she's like running <laughs> onto oh the God. stage. I think of that amazing story with this whole That's thing with Inga amazing. being like, oh. There's my shoes, which is also like another just happen chance moment. Yep, to save of the course. day. Classic bomb plot device. Yes, yeah, she's protected from bees. We find out that basically Zella has this custom of bringing Queen Core um, sweet honey for her table, so she knows that. Okay, cool. I she now instead of just one tin, one tin bucket of honey has two. So it's yes. very exciting. She's yeah, because she could put her hand down right longer. Yeah. She didn't get hurt, right? Yeah, oh, right, right, right. She has this protection. Did you die a little bit with like how casually people just play checkers when like we're at war? I know. In this book, I checkers know. is popular. 
That's they're like, yeah, they're just playing checkers. <laughs> well, basically, hopping on over to Queen Core, she's kind of pissed at King Goss. She's like, okay, what are we gonna do? And she basically talks a big game. She's like, he will not dare defy a queen because no magic can stand against a woman's cunning. <laughs> I love her a little. Love her. I know. I think I know. what I'm noticing in all of Bomb's books, like women are clearly or female identifying humans are clearly the most powerful at both ends. Like scary, powerful. I would say even more so than the gnome king. Cause I feel like the gnome king is probably the most scary. Like he's, you could, you could have a conversation with him or like just extraordinarily generous. Like it's like both ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And like male identifying humans are kind of in between somewhere. Like they're in the gray area. Which is very interesting, especially the rulers. The rulers are kind of like, mm. ah, this is really our first like boy hero prince, right? Like boy hero royalty of Oz, like that we're in an Oz book that we're getting introduced to. Yeah, base. I mean, aside from like Ojo, Tip, who didn't know, yeah, right. and Ojo, who wasn't Ojo, wasn't a prince. Ojo no, was. Right. I love Ojo. I want him back. Yeah. Ojo, the lucky. I want Ojo I back. Him. I love Ojo. I did not love Zeb. Adaya. Zeb. <laughs> Zeb. Zeb. Zeb, the cousin. Cousin Zeb. It took me a second to remember him at all. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. Very, very, kind of, yeah. I think we're only yeah. remembering him because we now have a callback to him being like, oh, Zeb. Because, like, he really oh, was. I think Ryan J on our episode said, like, he was totally written to appease maybe some asks for. We have a for, boy hero too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so just there in the book. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't he's do not anything. Really anything crazy. I yeah. think he gets a gargoyle for a second. Yes, gargoyle. That's about it. But anyways, back to this book. Back to Queen Core. She basically goes over to Rigos to Inga and she's like, You are invited, as well as you, Rinka Tink, to come on over to Rigos. And will you please come visit? And then basically she like captures Inga. And brings him over. Rinkatink is still singing. <laughs> <laughs> and she brings him back over. <laughs> but it does say that she's afraid. She's afraid of these, of Inga. No, she she knows that she needs to be on guard. Because mm-hmm. everyone else was like, this is a bad idea. But she is smart enough to go to be like, I don't buy that they're not mortal. Yeah. Go her for like being proactive. Yeah, I kind of love her a little bit, but she's horrifying. But I yeah. love that she's like, women can do anything. Women can do it, okay? She's like a ginger <laughs> times times a million. Like, she's yeah. just like a heightened version of ginger. Even yeah. Queen Anne. Like, it's just, we keep, like, escalating up. More like, with, and more like, and more. hungry women, yeah. Yeah. So then we get into Zella goes to Carigos. And there is this one little line where it says, describing Zella, she was a brave little girl and in quotes, poor people are often obliged to take chances that rich ones are spared. Kind of some uh-huh. deep thoughts there. I agree. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. very deep. I really so I appreciate that. I respect that. Thank you for bringing that one up. I think I underlined yeah. that one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. The acknowledgement mm-hmm. of just poverty Yeah, compared yes. to those who are luckier in, in riches. Yes. Right. Yeah, very privileged. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, it's also interesting that like she's set as to be a little girl in the text, but the illustrations are teenager, right? Like she's not a little mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. 
So there's a little yeah. No, she doesn't like, seem like a little girl, yeah. No, she's like 15 to me. Again, yeah. like <laughs> Prince Inga age. Like they would be like young budding romance. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 That's well, where her, I thought this was going. Same. They I hold too. hands for a second. I was like, oh. They, Oh my god! Like, like he's gonna he's gonna find out that she has the shoes and yeah, they're they're gonna become besties. But no, <laughs> I know. I thought that I thought there was gonna be something something. Bomb was Lots like, of I'm done with romance after Scarecrow. <laughs> I'm over it. Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. To be fair, the the romance has never really been prevalent. No. So I understand, yeah. but also at the same time, bromances. Yes. There are many of Man- romance. Yes. Lots of yeah. affection between between male identifying characters. Yeah. Same agreed. with like the like the sisterhood of gals that is now developing oh. in us. Like they're very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A great big sisterhood. <laughs> okay. Um, so Zella's way is blocked by trees, branches, they're parting easily. There's a boar, and she's protected from this boar because she has these shoes on. And she eventually does arrive at Queen Core's palace. She wants we to get into- tickle Rink-a-Tink's feet, hey! Queen Core. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> That sad. is He's weird, like, no, friends. I said Anything but that. Anything so, but that. That is, like, torture to him. He's like, that I can That is sing. torture. Let me sing. No, that's literally <laughs> my torture. My uncle used to tickle us all, like, at holidays. Like, we would be like, yay, Merry Christmas. He'd be I like, hate being tickled. Like, just tickling your feet and hold them. It, it's torture. It, like – tickles i don't know it's just oh god anyway not a fan she's a tickle torturer yeah hate it (laughs) yes it is a crazy feeling so i get it um and then we get the excitement of bill bill the goat um and it it is mentioned that even though bill bill is kind of disagreeable he is smart enough to know that basically like he knows what's up king goss is the enemy he bursts through the door and he's running over the palace of Queen Core as well. So everyone's kind of like converging. Dun, 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 I know. There's some like adventure dun, dun, music dun, 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 for sure. Like silly. <laughs> like you have to laugh during it because he's just plowing through people. Yeah. Yeah. Zella saves the prince. We find out that Core literally is physically causing harm to Inga, and which is upsetting. Drinking coffee. First mention of Ugh. coffee, I feel like, in the Oz world. I noted that. Except for that weird, like, clay coffee, Dorothy. Oh, yeah, the clay coffee <laughs> of um, the Gnome King. That was so mm-hmm. weird. But I was like, coffee? Was so I want a I coffee know. date with Queen Core. Go ahead. No, That'd I don't. That'd be fun. I'm into no, it. No, I don't. I'm do <laughs> Yeah, we'll do Inga. Well, Zella's like, hey, I've got some honey for you, babe. And then this is where, as Justin mentioned, Inga basically is like, wait, those are my shoes because they're shaped in this very specific way. He's like, so please, if you give me those shoes, I promise to make you and your father and mother rich. What? I'd say okay. Shoes. I, mean, I mean, they have so many pearls to spare. I know. Hopefully when they yeah. like, when they get all the stuff back from when they seize well, their, they, they give her the purse too of queen core that has fallen and they were like here take this money and she's like woo she even gets like an <laughs> early advance like she gets an early advance with that she doesn't get to sell <laughs> early advance yeah. a deposit yes yeah yeah so That's yeah he great. they swap their shoes inga basically like frees all the women he's in the oh uterus he's in the uterus <laughs> king rinkentick is like coming uterus. out of the uterus <laughs> hey guys what's up I'll make sure to post this on the Instagram so everyone's yeah. like, what is she talking about? We must see. The uterus illustrations. I got you all. I got you all. It's yep. great. <laughs> yep. So Queen Core's trying to escape. Bill Bill crashes into her. Chief lies into a ditch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Inga's very concerned because he can't find his mom, Queen Guri. Um, and basically, back Smart. at the palace, Rinkatink has discovered that the Bridge of Boats has again been removed. They can't go back to Rigos. And they they suspect that Queen Kor has fled and taken Correct. Queen Guri with her. Correct. Okay. And we get the voice of the Pearl once more, telling them to go to the south end of the island of Kurigos and clap your hands three times, click your heels, and the boat will come to you. <laughs> They're like, okay, sure. So they come up with this whole plot. They're going to rescue King Kitty Cut first, and then they're going to rescue everyone else so they can have like an army. Um, they are kind of finding, trying to find their way back. They're docked near Rigos, and there's more singing. <laughs> there's more singing Sing that it, happens. Sing it, Tank. Sing it. Sing Tell it. Us. Tell Sing us the tale. And they finally do dock on shore. They find this cavern that has guards who are like, sure, go inside, whatever. It's all good. Have you noticed the wicked folk typically have really tall crowns? Yeah. The Gnome King has a tall mm. crown usually, like very funny looking crown too, maybe to make them a little bit more like, <laughs> like you could like have a mm-hmm. little laugh at them. <laughs> just noticing. A little skewed. Yeah, yeah like, I could see that. I'm loving this illustration of Queen Core and King Ghosts. Like in their tall, tall crowns, just quarreling with each other about what to do. I know, I know. Yeah, wicked people usually have cruel. Oh, excuse me, wicked people usually have tall crowns. Interesting. Hmm. So yeah, they they go inside this cavern and they can't find King Kitty Cut Dad, and they're probably like, no. "Oh, King Goss took him to Rigos. Oh no!" And there's this whole moment where um, Inga is commanding the guards to unchain all the all the prisoners who are the Pingree citizens. And there's this crazy illustration of Inga like whipping these chains. Yep. <laughs> it's like strong. very Yeah. <laughs> get it. This lasso. I know. Motion. Oh my god, it's intense. It's and so, so funny. The the prisoners are released and Zella's kind of like, I want to go back home. I don't know how I feel about all of this. <laughs> She's, She's a little not, she didn't sign up to be Dorothy in this story. No. No, she's like, she I didn't get cast shoes. in this. I'd like to go home. No. <laughs> I didn't get cast. Oh my god. Yeah. Coming soon this June. Commemorating the year of Judy Garland and what would have been Miss Garland's 100th birthday. Cosmetic chemist and certified nose Vincenzo Spinato with Lorna Luft, Liza Minnelli, Joey Luft, and the Garland Heirs Trust will debut a unisex fine fragrance in honor of the legendary actress and entertainer. The fragrance, officially called Judy, a Garland fragrance by Vincenzo Spinato, will be revealed on June 10th, 2022 in Los Angeles, California at a birthday gala for Miss Garland that your two down the YBP girls cannot wait to get all glam for. For key announcements and information about the release of the fragrance, follow along on Instagram at Judy Garland Fragrance or visit the official fragrance site, judygarlandfragrance.com. That's Judy Garland Fragrance on Instagram and judygarlandfragrance.com for the official site. May Judy Garland's legacy continue to live on beyond the moon, beyond the rain. Happy birthday, Judy. So we have the flight of the rulers. Queen Guri uh, is indeed with Queen Kor. Um, and basically the king and queen are like, hey, we're going to hide Inga's parents with the gnomes. They which gave me a little bit friends. of chills. 
Yeah, I was the like, oh, no, the friends. gnomes are approaching. Here's my favorite line. Do you guys really? It says, King Goss gave the plan considerable thought in the next five minutes. <laughs> considerable. But that's kind of how I make a lot of decisions in life is like, five I'll, I'll like briefly, you know, kind of stress about it for a long time. But then really, actually, five minutes, you need to really actually think about this. Just make your decision. Gosh, stop. Mm-hmm. Procrastinating. Hilarious. Yeah, that, that made me laugh. And so there's kind of like this whole moment of like, this happens a few times, like Inga's almost there and then they're just ahead of him. He can never quite catch up. Yeah. Just a couple Um, steps behind. Just a couple. Yeah. (sighs) But they do eventually finally arrive in Rigos and Zella, her parents actually came because they were like, girl, where are you? We were actually really worried about you. So she's reunited with them. Was the wife there? I missed it. <laughs> I don't remember her name. She's white. Is it even, is it even mentioned? No. <laughs> no, I don't have a name for her listed in my notes. Yeah, I'm like, no. did she go n- with them? Like, what What happens there? Who knows? Nickabob and his wife. Nickabob and his wife. Nickabob and his wife. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, everyone's there. And Inga's basically like, hey, Nickabob, you should be king. And Nickabob is not having it. No. And he drops some knowledge. There are like quotes yes. for days here. Come on, Nickabob. Mm. I agree. There's I some agree. Some some quotage here. Uh, if you make me rich and prosperous, I shall at once become mm. the prey of thieves and marauders and probably will lose my life in the attempt to protect my fortune. Mm-hmm. The poor and humble man who that. lives unnoticed and unknown escapes all these troubles and is the only one who can appreciate the joy of living. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to believe that last one is actually true. <laughs> I know. Because you're not obsessed well, with like a lot of our capitalistic goals and I- ideology. Mm-hmm. And 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 lives like that, like like people in poverty who struggle so much with not knowing where their meals are coming from or, or yes. things like that, appreciate the little things so much more. Mm. Yes. And I think that's kind of where they're coming from here. I make that makes sense to me. And Bomb has kind of been through it all. Like I think he's pretty much mm-hmm. tasted every single class. He's known what it's like to pull back. I mean, he's mm-hmm. grew up privileged but lost all that money. Right, right. And had to like change his life and had to kind of go mm-hmm. through some backlash in South Dakota when he is his uh general store did not succeed. Like there's just yeah, he's kind of tasted it all too or I think he has he has some wisdom there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe him here. Yeah. From his experience, yeah. So basically, Inga tells the people of Pingaree to row back home to the island of Pingaree and rebuild and wait for the king and queen to return. And Nickabob and fam are like, we want to go there too. So they move to <laughs> Pingaree, I guess, which is pretty cool. They get titles too, don't they? They have like... Yeah, he becomes like Lord Chancellor or something crazy. (laughs) General manager of the buildings and of the pearl fisheries. Not Chancellor. I don't know where you got that. (laughs) No, at the end, he becomes High Lord Chancellor. Does he? At the end? end? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. What's the great flotilla? The what? Flotilla, like a tortilla. (laughs) It says it here. As soon as the last vote of the great flotilla. I guess that's their like... (sighs) Their arrangement of boats, like their <laughs> flotilla. Yeah, that's their whole band of boats out in the water. The flotilla. 
I love that. Um, yes, Nicobar becomes the Lord High Chamberlain. Chamberlain. <laughs> Chancellor. There we go. <laughs> Thank you that's, for that. That's the title Fact he check. receives. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Something with the C, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Flotilla. Who knows, so to be honest. Well, here we go. Favorite part. For me, the Gnome King chapter. Coleco is back. <laughs> what? What's happening here? This is not I miss good. the again, though. My boo. I miss my boo. Your boo. Oh my god. (laughs) I miss him. Coleco's cute though. Coleco's fun. Yeah. He's Santa Claus energy. Stank Santa Claus. (laughs) He is. Basically, Kor and Gosh show up. There's this crazy illustration where they look really upset and his head's on fire. Or is that his (laughs) hair? (laughs) I can't tell. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I have a I have a question. Yeah. Is this the first time in the book that one of the characters acknowledges Oz existing? Yes, not Bob. Because yes, because because oh. because this is chapter seventeen. Yes, <laughs> good to present. We, we've made through two thirds oh. of the book without any mention of Oz from any of the characters. That's how it yes. was with Scarecrow of Oz too. We were like, okay, we're almost in the final Where act, are and we? the Scarecrow is just entering. Yeah, just entering mm-hmm. this show. <laughs> But oh even gosh, then, we still have right. more chapters before there's any Oz influence. Yes. Right. Like, it's, it, it's so, so odd to me. So I strange, think, right? Yeah. I think the Oz plot only covers, like, a couple of chapters. It's when Do- it's else- Dorothy mm-hmm. to the rescue, that chapter. Yeah. Which, it's like four yeah. chapters or three. Yeah, it's That's chapter crazy. 20. Oh, my gosh. But how long are they actually in Oz? Like, two a chapters? <laughs> like, yeah. A half a second. Yeah. Not long, Truly. baby. Truly. Well, there's this whole moment with Calico who is basically like, I side with King Goss. And you're like, what? Traitor. Why? <laughs> he's like, kings must stick together. Yeah, he just has like, just some like, nasty Ugh. politics there. That, Whatever. Like, it's like, so close-minded. No. Yeah. Dumb. Dummy. Ew. Then there's Click. Click, who like, is kind of his right hand man. He's like, like General Jonathan Goff. <laughs> I miss him. Goff, whatever that. his name was. Guff, yeah, he's the new Goff. He's the new Goff. Um, Goff is gone. Goff has gone out with Rugido, I think. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe he'll so come back. Is, Who knows? This is very upsetting. So then, next chapter, Inga parts with his pink pearl. Sweet of um, him. Inga is like, we're gonna go to see the Gnome King, and they actually see G- Goss and Kor, Queen Kor, rowing, and his parents aren't there, and they're like, oh my god! And so Inga gives Rinkitink his pink pearl because he's like, you need this. Um, the voice of the pearl tells them to clap their hands together four times and call aloud the word "click" and to go meet the Gnome King. And um, basically, once they do meet the Gnome King, Calico's like, here's my army. Aren't you afraid? You shouldn't do anything. But I have a headache from partying last night. So we'll figure this out tomorrow. Take a nap. (laughs) Take a nap. You're my guest, but you're not my guest. I know. He's just like, whatever. I'm hungover, I think, from partying with Mm -hmm. Goss and Kor. And then in the morning, Inga's like, there's this whole thing that happens in the evening where his his room is all like shaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically That's weird, so the room is spinning. That's yeah. Odd. Yeah. 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 And so the next day he like is kind of stuck. He can't find his friends and he has to go through all of these caverns Maze. and kind of scary. Yeah. This labyrinth. very scary labyrinth mm-hmm. labyrinth. There's a giant. There's a, the, the giant gulf, maybe that same bottomless gulf where people don't die. 
There's fire. <laughs> um, we get some bomb knowledge. This is the way to get ideas. Never to let adverse circumstances discourage you, but to believe there is a way out of every difficulty. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can, Don't give up hope. Can, can you see all of these trials, all these characters happening like concurrently in like a film? This feels Ooh, like, yeah. like, like, like a cut to um, Inga trying to jump over the fire and then cut back to Coleco trying to like, send Rinkatink down a hole. I and he's love yeah. all of like, that. Yes. Like that just sounds like it'd be such a fun, like, yeah. Action. Scene. Yeah. It also yeah. reminds <sighs> me of, Oh gosh, I'm not a good Looney Tunes person, um, but like, <laughs> is it the cat and the, who is it? They, Oh, the bird, the bird and the cat. What Tweety bird. Name? Yeah. Tweety bird. Sylvester and Tweety. Yes. Like there's a little bit of Sylvester energy coming at me mm-hmm. with Coleco. And then Tweety bird is totally Rinkatank. Who's like on air. Like when he like takes oh, the ground. Out from yeah, under right. Him. right. Like, I got it. I even said that in when I in my episode oh in my, my notes it says in true Looney Tunes fashion yes. he just yes. covers against this hole. My husband oh my gosh, I love new, that the new Sylvester Tweety Bird stuff that has come out oh, more yeah, recently, yeah. and like that's what oh. it reminded me of. It's very oh, that's funny. Fun. I like so that. Funny. I haven't thought of them in a while. I love. Oh, it's I used to so love funny. Tweety. It's like Roadrunnery too. Like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Running off a cliff, but you don't realize yes. that you're not on the ground anymore. Yeah. And then you look down, and then you, yeah. Yes. Oh, you're so right. That's exactly this. That's and uh, and that that specific image, that illustration, is also what they paint for the Del Rey cover. Oh, yes. cool! Um, I love it's, those it's, Del Rey the, it's the Gnome King and Rinkatink yeah. covering above a hole. Love that! I love that. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. The Michael Herring paintings are so they're beautiful. so good. I love those Del Rey copies yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, they're all reunited, and they're like, "Yay, Inga's back!" Um, and then Coleco has this whole moment where he's like, I'm going to capture you with thread. Ha ha ha. And it doesn't work. <laughs> he pre- he has that moment where he like presses a button and the bottomless gulf appears. Doesn't work. There's mm-hmm. knives. Um, and then we get this chapter, Dorothy to the rescue. Tarts and tadpoles. Yeah. <laughs> She's here. Click, click shows up and it's like, they're here. They're here. Yeah. What? And then the story becomes about them. Because they've been watching reality TV. Watching reality TV. Yeah, they've been watching. Here's my gripe. Here is <laughs> my gripe with Dorothy. It What's says gripe, that she baby? found out what was happening. But then it said Forgot. other events made her forget the boy for a time. <laughs> that's our culture. But that's us, though. She's like, oh, sorry. I have other things going on. Oh, my God, it is. We it is Dorothy. us. Like, we are that. That's like what we're – I think that's why – like today is an awful day. Like it is a pretty mm-hmm. hard day to be coping right now. Cause we just know yeah. our lives have to continue on. Like I was voice memoing M last night, Justin being like, I felt how I felt yesterday getting that news was that everyone should have been on the ground crying, but people are mm-hmm. just going about their lives. Cause you kind of have to. Right? Yeah. And right. like that is, yeah, it's like, and we also are getting numb. We're getting more and more numb to hardships. Like this is yeah. the second mass shooting we've had this month with an 18 year old gunman. Yeah. Like <sighs> crazy. Yeah. We cannot allow ourselves to get desensitized to this. Stuff no, and, but it's happening though. I know. And that's, so, that's what's scary. It's because, and that's just, what's going to make everyone more complicit with it. Yep. But we right, can't normalize normal, that, yeah. that people can just bring a gun into a school. No, no, there has to be different solutions than like, here's how 
you know, just mm-hmm. learn how to f- handle it when it happens. It's like, but can't we do something else? No, we too? need to swim upstream to the problem. We need to swim upstream yeah. to the problem, not like look at the problem. Like, you know, not try to plug up what we think is the leak. It's like, no, you got to, this is bad. Yeah. But anyways, no. not to get too much in that, but it's like, that is us. Like Dorothy is us. Yeah. That's like humanity. Yeah trying to get through another day being like, oh, I forgot that there's that terrible thing that happened to that oh, other Yeah, movie. I have to go mm-hmm. figure that out. Yeah. Maybe I should yeah. be an activist now. Right. Right. Also, with, with Oz being so separate from, like, everything else in the world, what else do you think Dorothy watches on, like, the magic picture? <laughs> like, 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 do you think that she watches, like, the Great Depression unfolding oh my <laughs> in God. the 1930s? She's like, ooh, just, that stinks. She right, just but Oz out. is so separate. Yeah. I mean, I wow. literally posted it today, the Dorothy to the rescue, like, imagery, mm-hmm. and just was like, can she come back to us and help? Like, we need her. Yeah. We need yeah. her. Wouldn't this be a great time for them to show up and us to we find out if it's all real? Yes. Come on over to us. was not tripping. Like, he really yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Lord God. Please help that, us. That's a whole plot of of Supernatural. I don't Ooh, know if any of you no, either have watched Supernatural. No. They find out that the Oz books are real. <laughs> I mean, that's my hope and dream. We right need there. to watch it's, it's real weird. It only covers one episode, so it wouldn't take too much of your time. But there's okay. a whole episode of like L. Frank Baum is this like supernatural um, hunter of monsters or like oh spirits God. or whatever. And that's why he knows all this stuff. It's so well, strange. I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> <laughs> let's like, hope he was right yeah i've just been waiting okay with um okay so we have dorothy and the wizard rejoining to go yes to go make this epic journey i just have mm-hmm. to point out that the wizard was planting shoe trees in the I garden know. when she I when can't. dorothy like went to go I get cannot. him it's like what a random line what that is that a random know? random line but we know like dorothy's knows she doesn't need the wizard she has eggs in her basket she knows she brings that's eggs enough. and like we said this is the first time the eggs get flushed out though like why are they super scared because if they touch their skin they will lose their immortality oh yeah excellent and we also get like why Calico um isn't into dorothy because he says she insists on the gnomes being goody goody <laughs> which is contrary <laughs> to their nature so like he kind of shares a little bit but he knows that the wizard is way more powerful now and he's chock full of magic. So he's a little bit afraid of them coming. Mm-hmm. I also have to just presence a Judy moment, a Judy Garland moment in this book. Um, we have Coleco when she's like scolding him. Coleco says, I haven't done anything to, the, to them. And she says, no, but you tried to. That is a mm-hmm. Judy Garland line. But you tried to. That is a Judy mm-hmm. Garland line in MGM. I was like, <gasps> I was like, look at that little cross over there. That's so it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I freaked out when they just casually said Cor and Regos dead. <laughs> just casual. And I wrote Glinda. She must have been in charge of this because she's in charge of weather. So yeah, I, a cold hearted killer. Yes. And it also right. convenient. It's convenient to wipe out the villain. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the wizard is just back up. Um, but we have the rescue finally that happens, which could have happened with Inga. Prince Inga could have done this himself. They were doing mm-hmm. just yes. fine. They were totally, totally fine. fine. But we just needed yep. to see our Oz heroines do what they normally do. Uh, I did love the little imagery in my head of Queen Gree kissing Dorothy's forehead, which feels very much Good Witch I of know. the North moment, like a callback mm-hmm. to that. Um, but then we get, oh God, the wizard saying, being confused by this talking goat, 
being like, I see you're under an enchantment. Indeed, I believe you to be Prince Bobo of Bobo Land, in which I replied, oh, oh my gosh. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you could have said anything. What? Yeah. Um, and also, so the magician who did this charm on Prince Bobo of Bobo Land and made him go, is dead. Another person is randomly dead. And the secret of the anti-charm lost. So, but But the wizard has hope that Glinda can fix them on up. I love that they say goodbye to Cleco. So they ended on good terms. Mm-hmm. Excellent. They're off. Oh um, my gosh. Also, I love there's a little note here. So we have Ozma's banquet. We're into Ozma's of banquet. Of course. Of course. And we have a little note here that um, she was hastily. Oh, Glinda was, was um, in her wonderful record book learning of all the events. And she's really trying to figure out how she's going to like reverse the spell. And she summons her flock of 16 white storks, which proves my theory from book one that that stork that helps the scarecrow is sent by Glenda. Okay. Storks, storks, storks. Yes. And this is the section I just want to breeze through because it's like, ugh. Is this like her transformation back to like sexy little prince? Is like goat mm-hmm. to lamb to ostrich to tot and hot to mickfit, who we have. Mythkit, who we, Mythkit. Who Mythkit. we haven't yet met them. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the Mythkits are a race of people from John Doe and the Chair. Right. From another okay. one of them. Yes, they've okay. been mentioned in the Oz canon, but we have not met them. But, and it just makes me mad that it's just, this is what it said. Glinda was not discouraged, however, as she's trying to do this transformation. Um, but by a powerful spell transformed the ostrich into a Tottenhot, which is a lower form of a man. So it is mm. like very clear that these like fantastical lower forms of creatures are taken from actual um, historical um, what what was deemed in a white supremacy ideology as lower forms of people right. coming from right. Hottentots, which is wildly mentioned in Bert Lars' King of the Forest the hot and tot mm-hmm. so hot there's that whole lyric yeah which is just like so wild but yeah so seeing a brand of human being as less than and like the tot and hots are truly like our only like people of color like in mm-hmm. this yeah, world so okay. that's it's all yeah it's i don't like this section at all i would cut it out mm. now i would just make this transformation oh, yeah. way more simple just cut it out for get future. rid of get rid of the prince thing anyway right <laughs> we don't, we don't need, need it Bobo, just like <laughs> i know keep him as the goat yeah let him be the goat then, of course, like, Rinkatink loves Hank, which I love. Hank the Mule. We have the cute little portraits of all our girls. Ozma, Dorothy, Betsy, Trot. Yes, yes. We have songs by Rinkatink with his arms open and of his course. mouth open in an illustration. And then we are back to settling everything. Um yeah. Everyone pretty much just goes back to where they belong and is mm-hmm. restored. But here's where I think we can end. I mean, that is my horrible way to wrap us up. But this quote, y'all, I think mm-hmm. is necessary for these trying times. What is it in Wicked that they say we've been through some frightening times? We we have been through frightening times and we will again. It's like something like that. Yeah, we're just consistently in them, I think, a little bit too, <laughs> which yeah. is another thing. But it says here, the beauty of life is it sudden changes. And this comes from Rinkatink. No one knows what is going to happen next. And so we are constantly being surprised and entertained. The many ups and downs should not discourage us. For if we are down, we know that a change is coming and we will go up again. While those who are up almost certain to go down. My grandfather had a song and then he goes into the song to cheer their spirits. Um, 
wow, that quote, the downs and ups of life. Beautifully oh, captured by Rankin it's, Tink. Yeah, it is a very mm. beautiful quote. Yeah, it feels like, oh gosh, like an up does not feel good at this moment. Like, because we have a lot mm-hmm. of grieving, I think, as a nation to be doing. Like, this mm-hmm. really feels like we're in a moment of those are our kids, right? Like, they're our nation's mm-hmm. kids. Um, yeah. So, there's a lot of grief, I think, that we're going to be experiencing while we witness this community. I don't even know, do the unimaginable and watch politicians pivot and probably do nothing. And here we are. Um, But hopefully, I don't know. There's got to be hope somewhere. There's got to be hope somewhere. So I'm going to take at least Mm -hmm. a little ounce of like, you can't stay down always. Mm -hmm. What goes down has to come up and vice versa. So I'll I think take we need that, that. Away from Rinka Tink with yeah. these frightening times we are in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just grateful for the chance to chat with you both this morning about mm-hmm. this book. And, you know, listeners, thank you for just helping us make this community. And mm-hmm. it, it's necessary, I think, for my soul. And so yeah. I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. Same. As am I. I'm grateful that you've invited me to talk to you both about this book. I love this book so much. I like this one a lot. It's considered a favorite in like overall. Like I read that in <laughs> an article. Like this is one of the most popular Oz books among oh, wow. hardcore fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think it's because it is it is unique. It is because unique. a lot of the books really fall into that formulaic um, structure. Of, it did feel, yeah, different. Yeah, except once we get to the Gnome King, it just follows Ozma of <laughs> yeah, Oz. Yeah, but that's true. Whatever. This was written just before Ozma of Oz was, which makes sense why it's so similar. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Again, I don't like the King Rinkatink characteristics being all about him just being gluttonous and overweight. I think there are a lot of unnecessary additions, and I thought the whole Oz edition interrupted the flow of the story like mm-hmm. there's no payoff with with inga and rinkatink because they don't save the day even though we've been following them it's the entire so time ridiculous it's so unfortunate that their thunder gets stolen i really now by- want to read king rinkatink because i hope they also yeah. address some of these annoyances that we're having with the book like it's not all about his weight being the butt of the joke with king rinkatink mm-hmm. so yeah i i think this one i would like better if it had a little bit of a royal revisionist of oz yeah wash mm-hmm. over it because it is like a little bit offensive at times but there is like really cool elements that i'm really grateful that bomb went with on this book and i yeah. actually really appreciate the stakes of life ending being a part of this world because it's more real it's more real to have that and but we have these things that can protect us which are which are the fantasy elements friends Mm -hmm. this was a great a great one book 10 this was so fun i had no expectations on this book it was so shocking to find out what would happen um (laughs) yeah and next we have a lost princess so apparently Uh justin has told us we have a search party we're gonna join Ooh. Mm -hmm. So we will Lost Princess is also very fun. Oh, good. Yay. Well, we will see you all then, or we'll be in your earbuds then, friends. Thank you again for joining us. 
Take care, stay well, and escape to Oz when you need it. It'll be there. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod. If you are feeling fresh with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and now Spotify woot woot to leave us a glowing rate and review. It's a big help. Each person who leaves us an Apple review will be entered to win our end of the season Oz giveaway, including a gift basket of Aussie book goodies that trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you. Further fun and ways to support us can be found at our Etsy swag shop from Good Witch Trouble merch to our new Fab Four of Oz icon collection with a big shout out to our graphic designer, Maddie Frank. Find us also on Patreon and Instagram via Down the Yellow Brick Pod, as well as on Venmo at Down the YBP. We always appreciate a tip tip here. Let's escape to Oz soon, okay? Okay, Auntie M. <laughs>